it's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection on ebay.com. I got the keys where I just come in and only come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon Bolly. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. Aquaman's a hero! Wanna see what Spider Man number one looks like? I guarantee you, Blake Lowe might be shocked. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum on this radio's premier comic show. And your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll be taking up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He is next in line for the cows. He is, in fact, our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. What's up? Not much. Not much. Also, we have the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. Our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hey. <laughs> I was like, you going to say something? He's not going to say anything? He's going to say something. Here we go. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor Young. Sometimes they call me Mr. Young. Just make sure that no matter what you call me, that you keep my cup full. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Jay. He's not going to be here today. But we you don't want it to run us over? We, I don't want the cup to run us over. I just want it to be full. I'm, I'm sitting here sipping on my, uh, on my birthday whiskey. Shout out to Moses Magnum. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sipping on your birthday Bacardi. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, what kind of whiskey? Uh, Jameson. Which, which? It's just the regular ass. Yeah, just the regular. Okay. Yeah, regular Jameson. You can't go wrong with the. If I gave him castmates, like he would enjoy it, but he probably would think it's too stouty. Stouty? That's interesting. Yeah. I've never heard a whiskey described as stouty. Well, it's because this one they share. Usually, what they do, especially a lot of these these darker beers, is they age it and brew it in whiskey barrels or bourbon barrels. Oh, okay. But this one did the other way around, where they aged the the Jameson whiskey in Guinness barrels. 
I might have to look that up. <laughs> there you go. So, oh, it's it's delicious. We it's need amazing. to do like a like an alcohol show. Honestly, I think we do the finer living for poor broke motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I can mix them, but you're the one yeah. that's always always come up with something new I've never heard of. Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. I'd, I'd love. I'd like. I used to listen to the lifestyle shows on KLSX on Saturdays that were cool. Like some would be about real estate, and they're all trying to sell you some service. But there was this one dude, and I can't remember his name. And he would just talk about restaurants in L.A. for an hour and a half. I, like I used him. to love that guy. That's awesome. And he had he had this like weird like effeminate voice, but that wasn't effeminate. Like it was an effeminate voice, kind of like a Harvey Firestein, but not raspy. That's interesting. And uh, yeah, and he would. He, oh man, yeah, I, I I love that show. Like that format of show, and I would love to do one. Oh hey, I mean. You know, let's figure it out. Maybe we can do I it. have some really good cigars here I can use for it, too. When did you start smoking cigars? I, I don't, but I, I do like them. But That's okay. I don't do them all the time. So, <laughs> But customers know that I do like them, and I like them, you know, especially when you, when you pair them with certain whiskeys and certain cigars. Right. So whenever they go on vacation to, like, the Caribbean, they'll bring me something from somewhere. Yeah, that's cool. Wait, even even I enjoy a good cigar every now and then. Yeah, I know. Well, not, a, not anymore, but when I was <laughs> when I was when I lived in LA, there's a Havana house. Oh yeah, was a, a cigar bar in Whittier. Yeah, like I have a well, I haven't. I never even smoked it, but I have a four year old Cuban cigar. So because it was illegal to have it in consume it i never did it because it was i was waiting for a special occasion but now they're legal so thanks obama <laughs> worthless because now it's just an old dried out cigar That's i mean funny. you have you, oh you didn't oh well yeah you don't have a humidor you just yeah no nah. even if i did have a humidor the climate here is so like dry and stuff that the humidor wouldn't do anything like I have to have it in the cellar. So uh, we got a great show for you today because we're going to talk to you about all types of stuff, including great alcohol and great cigars. Well, we stepped all over the uh, <laughs> the guys paying the bills, right? Well, hey, it's okay. Look, listen. Before we go any further, we're going to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment opportunity ability to talk about this medium that we love so much which are comic books uh we'll also thank our sponsor jeffrey's comics la's in the south bay's best comic book store get all your comic book needs met there all you gotta do is give them a call at 310-538-3198 there you go they're open right now you can call them tell them we said hi uh also we want to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about um oh no i already said that I should tell you how it is that you can talk about what, what you want us to talk about. Uh, and we can do that a few different ways. We have Skype. Uh, it's free. You can download it. Put Fantastic Forum into your contacts. Hit the green button. And right now you'd be the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. You can do that. Uh, also, you could go ahead. Uh, hit us at our 
uh, number on Skype, which is... 323-250-0720. There you go. You can hit us there. Or you can jump into chat, chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat. Or go to the allgames.com website, hit the the live slash chat button. Pick a nickname, jump into chat. We'll take your comment directly out of chat and bring it into the show, such as Tiger Claw, who says, What's up, Fantastic Forum? We're on the eve of what is potentially the biggest acquisition in history. We'll soon find out as soon as next week when Disney buys 21st Century Fox, Fantastic Forum, X-Men, and Deadpool might be coming home after all these years. That is, in fact, the, uh, the topic that I was thinking about that I was like, man, we need to make sure we talk about that. Thank you, Tiger Claw. I, I appreciate that. Uh, dude, supposedly that's like, w- at this point, like throughout this week, there was the rumor, and then they're like, it fell apart. Yeah. And then throughout this week, it was like, oh, they might still be in talks. Oh, Disney looks like the front runner. Oh, it looks like it's a done deal. We're just waiting for the announcement. Like, that's where we're at right now. Uh, I don't know if that's, I mean, again, that's still all rumor and speculation. But if this Disney acquisition of Fox happens, I mean, what, what, as from, from a comic book perspective, because Lord knows there's a lot that comes with acquiring a, 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 pro, a, a company like Fox, but. Since we do a comic book show, gents, from a comic book perspective, what do you want to see happen first? Well, I want them to give me a good Spider-Man movie first. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't have anything to do with Fox. No, but it's like, if they're going to be fiddling with shit in a way I don't like it, then just leave it at Fox, because at least that gives it a reason for them to fuck shit up. What? Wait, no. So are you saying, like, don't get me wrong, I understand that you weren't happy with what happened with Spider-Man and how it turned out. I get that. But are you not happy that, like, Spider-Man is in, like, the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like, did you not like him in, like, say, Civil War? I mean, I liked him in Civil War when I didn't know anything. Okay. I didn't know that half the things he was doing, he was doing because he had an AI. Well, he didn't have an AI in Civil War. Yeah, he had an AI. They just didn't they didn't show it. Well, why do you say that? Because it's the same suit. Still had the training wheel protocol. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, yeah, and it's not like they mentioned that it, he was doing stuff because of of uh, Spider-Sense, because we don't see that till the Infinity War trailer. Okay. We don't but, even know if that was Spidey Sense. That could just I, be static electricity from that No, spaceship. man, I honestly think he just had the shits. Oh, Lord. Wait, so, I mean, I guess my question more than anything is, every Spider-Man movie that we've had, whether you're talking about Raimi, whether you're talking about Webb, whether we're talking about... I can't speak on the Webb movies. Oh, well, you don't have to speak on them. They're, they're terrible. I just, I, I've never seen it. Yeah, no, but I'm saying... They're wor- they're the worst ones, is what I'm saying to you. Like everything you hate about the 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 homecoming one, you'll hate two times as much in the web movie. Let's just leave it at that. Cause the messed up part is the first one is the better of the two. That's the messed up part. So let's just leave it at that. Cause I know you saw like what? Like 
15 minutes of that one, I think, right? Five, I think. Okay. So, like, those five minutes in that first one are better than the rest of the second movie. <laughs> they had, yeah. they come on, Mo, they had a, a movie where a company or a power plant was being, like, powered by live electrical eels. Like, that was the power source. Like, what? That's kind of cool. No, it's not cool. It's ridiculous. It's re- renewable energy. What are you, what are you? It happened in Gargoyles. Listen. Listen, so we're going to compare the 90s or, yeah, like early 90s Disney cartoon with the friggin' late 2000s or is that 2010s? That's 2010s still. The 2010s superhero movie of today. Like, no, no. Anyway, but what I'm saying is you've had issue with all the movies. It's like, I mean, and and Wait, I'm not I saying I'm like a, the Ra- I thought you liked the Raimi movies. I do, but I still have yeah. issues. Yeah, at least the first, the first two, definitely the one with Doc Ock. Yeah. That we all know the third one is it's garbage, re- regrettable. Right, but but all I'm saying is you've had issues with all of them. So and and I'm not mad at you for that because Lord knows you're a fan of Spider Man, and I personally feel you deserve to get what you would like to see, because Lord knows I'm on your side here. I know I want what I what what I uh want to see. I want what I want to see. But the fact is um I mean, would you prefer or I guess here's uh, I guess the question is more so would you prefer Spider-Man's not going to be perfect anyway. Do you want him to be with the rest of the Marvel characters or not with the rest of the Marvel characters? I want them to be not with the Marvel characters. Okay. Because then at least that, that gives me hope that maybe if he was, they would do better. Got it. Yeah. Got it. You can live on hope. Yeah, hey. You can't, you can't live on shit. <laughs> it depends on if you're a dung beetle or not. If you're a dung beetle, you can totally And if you're a dung shit. beetle, you don't give a shit about Spider-Man. That might be true. You might be like, why isn't there a dung beetle, man? And somebody's like, there's the Beetle. And you're like, yeah, I mean, the same thing. Mark Beetle, Mark 6 is kind of like the dumb Beetle. He's buff. He's shitty. Yeah, that's hilarious. I need you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you for that. It's too funny. <laughs> Listen, so... Do you, do you remember what I told you at your birthday party about the Infinity War. What about it? Okay, if you don't remember, I'll bring it up later. Oh, but... okay. I'm like, hey, if he doesn't remember, it sounds like it was a good party. Oh yeah, it, it was, was a good, good party, party, but I wasn't drunk. I just don't remember because I don't remember things sometimes. And I'm sure, I'm I'm certain as soon as he says says it, I'll be like, damn it, I remember that, but I don't remember right now. Um, but here's the thing. So, well, maybe maybe let me just come to you, Oz. It's like, obviously, there's a number of Marvel properties at Fox. You have the Fantastic Four, you have X Men, you have Deadpool. I want, I want to see a good Wolverine movie. What? Really? That's what you want first? A Wolverine I mean the, movie? I mean, the last nine were 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 okay. <laughs> 
Wait. But now that Hugh Jackman's out, I think we can we can reboot him and add him into the MCU. So so, but here's the thing. So from your perspective, what you would like to see if Marvel does acquire these heroes back, Marvel Studios, is like a solo Wolverine movie. Look, I could say the whole bring in the whole X Men, but let's face it: if they make another X Men movie, it's a Wolverine movie. That's no, the I, tradition. I don't believe that for Marvel Studios. No, I or even even Fox now. Like I think you know yeah. they they've done you know it's gonna be hard to keep keep going, but like making Magneto that badass guy that people love, they've done a, a decent job with that at least at the beginning. I haven't seen his latest movie, but. You didn't see Logan? And then there, what, Apocalypse? Oh, oh, Days of Future Past is essentially another Wolverine movie. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm just saying that I don't understand the logic on that where you're like, you know, all the X-Men movies except for one are pretty much have Wolverine at the center. And then Wolverine has had, what, two of his own movies? Uh, three. Was it three? Yeah, you're just not counting the very first one. Logan, the Wolverine, and Origins. I remember X-Men Origins. I remember Logan. Oh, the Wolverine was in between there. Oh, yeah, the only movie's in Japan. No, yeah, yeah, I remember now. Jesus Christ. So that makes it even more where I'm just like, why would we go to Wolverine? He fought that dude in that movie, the, um... <laughs> the Samurai. Uh, C.B. Sabolski. C.B. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about him later too. This son of a bitch. Listen, uh, I, I I was half joking, but I would like the if they're gonna they're gonna I know they're gonna reboot Wolverine. They have to. If they do, I would like it to happen after Disney acquires it because I like to see what MCU Wolverine how that would be different from what we've seen over the last what thirty years. See, in that in that line of thinking, though, I would think the smart play would be to make a Marvel Studios X-Men movie and have Wolverine in it. And like I don't I don't think they will because if they're already working on the Phoenix movie. So I don't think they'll they'll reboot everything now no, because no. they have to they, they've already invested in the Phoenix movie. It's not it's not rebooting everything now. It's that the X that if... movie comes out and it does what it does and then the first movie that's like Marvel Studios that has the X-Men in it is an X-Men movie. But you're thinking they need a little bit of distance between those two movies? Is that what you're thinking? I like if 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 MCU tries to make an X-Men movie, they're going to it's probably going to be with those same characters. Now what? theoretically they you're could also crazy. reboot Wolverine because he never took off the mask in this this version of the X-Men. What in the, you... the the little kids version. What are you talking about? Huh? In in the in the the last X Men movie, Apocalypse, Wolverine shows up because they go to where he was being kept, and he escapes and he's got that uh, visor thing on his yeah, on his yeah. head, so you never actually see his face. But what I mean, we know who that is. Like I think you do see his face, honestly. Well, I mean, we point, we know but... that we we know that's Wolverine, but. You could re. You don't. You know, if you keep that cast, you can bring in a new Wolverine, why, a non-Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Why would they keep that cast? Because they're already gonna have a, a movie. Oh, dude, no, that's a bad idea. Uh, it's like, see, 
this is why we don't like you on the no i'm not no i'm not saying that's a good idea i'm saying that's why they won't redo an x-men movie first they'll do a wolverine movie first if marvel is going to do something they're going to bite it off of dc so i think they're going to have a convergence what what the hell are you talking about now like they're going to do a cinematic crisis no, and then try to merge singers yeah. terrible That's X-Men movies. Infinity Gauntlet in, could do into, that. Into yeah, the... Infinity Gauntlet could do that. You look, listen. In it... fact, they've already said that uh, after in, after Avengers Four, which is the end of the Infinity Gauntlet stuff, it's totally different universe. I I promise they, they, they you. They've already said it. One hundred percent. If Marvel Studios brings this Brian Singer X Men crap into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm done. Not with only these that, movies. Brian Singer is going to be the head of creative development I'm, at Marvel. I would be done with these hey, movies. I'm like, I don't. Singer, Singer's got his own problems right now. I don't believe Disney. Yeah, they're not problems. I would totally. I would. I would have no choice but to shun the Marvel Studios Cinematic Universe. I'd have to be. I'm done. What if I had to mess around and deal with like friggin' Olivia Munn Psylocke in with like the rest of these friggin' folks in the I Marvel? I thought you liked her. I I do like her, and I actually like her portrayal of Psylocke. It's just not the Marvel Cinematic Universe Psylocke. Marvel Cinematic Universe Psylocke is actually Asian, not like faux Asian. Olivia Munn is an Asian. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> exactly. See? My boy. Like she can't she can't do uh what you call abstract algebra. Oh, see. Look, that's not right. I that's, just found out about abstract algebra that's, today. That's, that's a that's an insult to, to Asians in I, general and Olivia Munn specifically. I can't believe you guys are saying that. I thought I was a Trump supporter. What does that mean? Oh, you just you sound racist. How's it racist to be like Olivia? Hey, 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 Not all racists are Trump supporters, all right? <laughs> Wait, I'm just saying she's not, she's mixed. Is that not true? I don't know. I don't I haven't looked, I haven't done a 23andMe on her. Look, <laughs> and, if, and if, I only, get, if I get a vial of, of her spit, I will go ahead and, and have it analyzed. And not only is she mixed, but like the dominant part isn't the Asian part. Like, like, Jess V. Oh, is... I get it. Asians are submissive in your eyes. All right. No, no, I didn't. Now say we that get at to... all. Like <laughs> Jess, Jess V is mixed, but the Asian part of her is prominent. She looks Asian. Mm-hmm. Not where it counts. I l- listen. See, that's how <laughs> you about to mess around and lose your job. <laughs> that's going around. I just want you to know. Be careful. Right, we've all seen Hunter Person. We we know. Look, we Oz, know where the Mexican is. We're trying to figure out how Oz got that button under his desk where the door locks. We're like, damn, Oz, that's not right. It's very creepy. But listen, I, here's what I think. If if it was me, and I was like head honcho of Marvel Studios. And we acquire uh, Fox, and we have all of our people back, all of our rights back. First place I think I would go, Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah. Show people how to do it right. You're right, because that would definitely make the convergence a lot easier. <laughs> Listen, I don't... Hey, you bring in Silver Surfer? Between, yeah, between him and, and, and uh, 
Doctor Strange on the Marvel side already. And I feel like, like if you do it right, you're gonna have like five dudes with white hair temples. <laughs> if you do it right, the Fantastic Four can be like almost like your new core of like Avenger type. You know, like the 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 glue, basically, like what the Avengers is to this the the last like few phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Fantastic Four could be to this next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Fantastic Four are like the jizz that holds the pages together. I no, absolutely not. <laughs> like that's not what they are at all. Terrible. That's what it, that's what it's gonna that's what it's gonna become. I mean, you think you want it, but I guarantee you don't. No, look, Marvel. I have faith in Marvel Studios to understand how to make a Fantastic Four movie. Like even post Guardians, Marvel Studios. Like I don't think they're gonna Guardians up Fantastic Four. I think well, you also, Guardians up Thor. Yeah, that's and okay. you also gotta you also gotta keep in mind that. James Gunn's gonna be the next head honcho. No, no. That's what they said. Why? He's the, gonna be the chief architect of the Marvel Universe after Infinity War. James Gunn, like look, he's directing Avengers Four. That look, that's okay. I get it, and that will be a good hurrah. He can do that, and then he can do Guardians Three, and then we're done with. James I wonder Gunn. if he has a depressed teenage daughter. We're, oh, see, look, Mo. Just, you, just wondering I as a concerned stop movie saying goer. These crazy things, Moses. Good God! Oh, well, Jesus. He, if he if he has a, a teenage daughter and she meets Whedon, then oh, whoa, whoa! A- accidents happen, is what I hear. Okay, this is the the friggin' darkest episode of Fantastic Four right here. Fantastic oh, Four. I I think the episode after that incident was the darkest episode. <laughs> I don't think we can get past that. At least not until we get our Snyder cut. Like, devil knows we're trying. Look, did you hear that friggin' friggin' uh, Kevin Smith was all like, "We, we, uh, DC should release the uh, Justice League," and then he was like, uh, "Look," uh, or he's quoted what? Uh, look, even though I almost kind of doubt the auth- authenticity of this story, where you know they're they're quoting to say he was like. You know, release Justice League, and then six months later, drop the 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 Snyder cut. And I'm just like, not only do you know, I'm like, I don't I know. Mean, he was a big proponent of Snyder's vision. Yeah, but not only does that seem like not a good idea because I, I'm not again, I'm still not convinced it's the Snyder cut. But on top of that, it's like, why is Kevin Smith like freaking trying to rape the fans? Like, why can't it be? Why can't you put the Snyder Cut on the DVD or the Blu-ray or whatever? The what are the, what's the next thing? Ultra mm. HD, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> put it on Ultra the Ultra VOD 4K. You right? <laughs> it's like, like freaking Kevin Smith is all like, make put one out and then put the second one out six months later. It's like that's messed up. Can you at least? Make I mean, The Exorcist did that. Yeah, but that don't make it right. I saw both. That's hilarious. Okay, well, because they had the Paul, they they had one, uh, you know, one of the, the dudes in this whole sexual harassment thing, Randy Harlan. So originally it was Paul Schrader making The Exorcist, what's it called, Revelation or something, 
and it's like a, a prequel. And then they didn't like the Paul Schrader one because it wasn't blockbuster enough. But, you know, Paul Schrader's the guy that wrote Taxi Driver, so you don't go to him for that. Mm. So then they fired him and did Rennie Harlan. And then his came out. It was terrible. So then they released the, the, the Paul Schrader cut. Fair. And then it was a little better. I fell asleep through both, so it's like... <laughs> But you know which one I didn't fall asleep through? The which first one? one. Word. You know, if... Uh, I mean, if we're looking for directors, I know a guy who who uh, wants to do a Marvel movie. Who? Uh, famous actor-director Tommy Wiseau. He wants to actually do a Fantastic Four sequel. Who? Yeah. I don't want him... Tommy Larry Wiseau? doesn't know. Larry doesn't know. How can he not know? I know. See, this, it, is, this is why my jokes don't work. You, you guys are all savages. No, Ooh, I know. Not you, I, bro. You, yeah. yeah, but you Who is you, it? you don't laugh as loud as Larry. I've been avoiding him since I heard about him like eight years ago. Who is he? He Tommy. made this movie that is the worst movie ever made. Oh, is that the guy that just made the movie about? Yeah. Oh, got you. What is it? The Disaster whatever? Artist, the disaster artist, right? Okay, so, so, and then I think is the whole thing is just one big shtick. That's why I don't want in him anything to do with the so MCU. Why do I have to? Why do I have to know that guy? The guy that made a bad movie. I need to know his name. Apparently, like, you do. They're shoving it down your throat for the last six, seven years. If you didn't I mean, know when he made the room or or anything about that that movie, I I only bring it up because I figured. Now with this new movie that's coming out, which is supposed to be a good movie, yeah, a funny, a funny movie. Yeah, I figure you would know the name. Nah, I don't know his name. I just know I know who he is, though. Like, I, there's been a whole like shit of memes going around too. Uh, of him or of? Well, Freddy? of him on other things, like his face on stuff. Oh, I don't know what he looks like. I didn't either till the memes. He's not the guy that's sprinkling the dust, is he? No. Okay. But they put his face. That was supposed to be Freddie Mercury, right? Is that the original for that? No. no that that's Freddy. a guy. That's a guy in in Dubai that cooks. <laughs> it's not Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I I understand well, it, why it, you, actually I guess... looks, it looks like the Freddie Mercury that, from the movie that's coming out. Right. It looks a little <laughs> Jeez, that's rough, man. Poor Freddy. He's like, I'm not a meme. Do you know why Sasha Baron Cohen uh, decided not to not to be in that movie for the Queen biopic? I don't know. They, were, they wouldn't let him show his dick. No, he was he's getting ready to make the movie and and they're writing it and everything, and he gets the the one of the the people producing it is the guy in the band currently. And he says, man, this is going to be a wild movie, man. And Sasha Renko says, oh, yeah, I mean, Freddie Mercury, like, the life of him and, and legacy and all that. Like, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be quite the show. And he goes, yeah, but also, like, the climax of the movie happens, like, 35 minutes in. And then Sasha Renko is like, what do you mean? He goes, well, yeah, the movie is about how the band went on after he died. 
What? And then Freddie Mercury's like, what? And then so then when he got the fr- draft of the script, like, sure enough, on like page 30, Freddie Mercury dies. And then the rest of it is how the band tries to get keep it together and and goes on without him. Well, that's stupid. Yeah, so that's why he's like, he said, that's not what the movie I want to make with Freddie Mercury is. So then he's like, he's just, you know what? You guys make your movie, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not mad at them trying to make a movie about the band that includes what happens with them post-Freddie Mercury. However, that's way too early to take Freddie Mercury out. Like, you at least have to go, like, if you want, like, say, the last, like, 45 minutes, you can do that. But Freddie Mercury is so much of what Queen was that it's like... And you they didn't, didn't really stick. do anything after him. Like, even still, like, they their, their whole buzz is that they're teasing all the stuff that they didn't like he recorded his own songs and vocals without music to it yeah maybe like one guitar right so they keep teasing like they're gonna release that with the band fully like they're gonna record it posthumously right i don't know if i said that right but it it does it does make a whole lot of sense now why they went with malik because he's always looked like Freddie mercury post aids sheesh Rough, he's a skinny man. dude. Golly, guys. He's a really good actor. Yeah, Leave just... him alone. <laughs> sure. He can act, but still, skinny dude. <laughs> but all that to say, Fantastic Forum's the way to go. Fantastic Forum, sorry. Because, <laughs> that way. Because, I mean, here's the messed up part. Look, if they make that movie, we're going to get hits. Right. Here's the messed up part. Gotta start buying school ads. And here's the thing you don't even make the Fantastic Four movie. For the Fantastic Four. You make it for Doom. Like, Marvel yeah. Studios getting Doctor Doom right for the first time. Like, people are going to be like, let's talk. Let's do a movie about him. But they shouldn't do that. They should make a Fantastic Four movie. Like, you know what you do is you do Doom almost like a little bit like how you did Loki, but better. Like, he's the villain in the first one. And then maybe he helps them out in the second one, but he's still like you're not sure. And then you know you could even bring him back in the third one if you want to, and he might. Yeah, and they're good at rehashing back. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, well, listen, you can't have enough Doctor Doom. No, no, but I'm saying like in general, like they've proven that they're good at rehashing stuff. I hear what you're saying. Like you know, it was Iron Man, a guy fighting Iron Man in a different version of Iron Man suit. Second one, same thing. Third one was where it got different, and people didn't even like that. So why would they even try different? <laughs> We're like, so that's not na- the and you know, Black Panther, same deal. Fing, it's fang, another boom, dude in a. In, it's Black Panther fighting another dude in a panther suit. Right. Even though we can't call that a rehash, right? Because that's never happened before in movies. What two black dudes fighting in panther suits? Yeah, but I mean. Technically, isn't Star Lord like Space Iron Man? No. No. <laughs> no. No more. <laughs> no more of that. <laughs> Star Lord, Space Iron Man. How dare you? In the movies. No. <laughs> no. A yeah, little bit, though. He's Space Stifler. <laughs> <laughs> I want to argue, but I'm not sure I can. 
Yeah, I mean, Stifler could be Iron Man if he was smart. <laughs> but Star-Lord's not smart. No. At least movie Star-Lord isn't. Comic Star-Lord is fairly intelligent, has some sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I would definitely start with Fantastic Four, and then I would try to include... Man, I don't know what villains they could use to fight Fantastic Four. Like, there's not that many villains they have that wear the same suits that they do. Dude, <laughs> you're like, listen, you use Dr. Doom in the first one. If it was me, I think I'd... You know what's going to happen, Larry? What? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I think they're going to shit on Fantastic Four altogether and never use them ever again and no. just do anything they would have done with them with the Incredibles. That's not... Well, you're hilarious. That's not If true. anything, they'll, they'll bring the Fantastic Four into just the regular MCU as kind of like side characters. That's not... No, I... I look, they need a new pe- new group of people to feature in the next phase anyway. <clears throat> they'll, they'll feature the Fantastic Four like they did Spider-Man in Civil War. No, I don't think so. Like they'll I, come in, they'll do something cool, and then they, they'll leave. Like and then every once in a while, Tony Stark will call up Mister Fantastic, and they'll Illuminati something, and that's it. That's all you need. Because I think the Fantastic Four would be a good. Sorry, Larry, I, I keep butting in. Go ahead, Larry. No, I was gonna say that they're gonna need a group, uh, like a group to be like the solid core of those next phases of movies, and that's a like. That's a better set of people than the, you know, like the second string of Avengers, you know, even though no, I'm X not Force would them. be a better a- X-Force. Come on, man. Wait, wait a minute now. You you can't even get to X-Force before you do X-Men. This isn't Yes, Fox. you can. You already have Deadpool and and Cable. Dude, Deadpool. And Domino. Why are you talking like Domino, Sprinkle Little Hope? For, You're done. For, first of all. The only person from the Fox universe that comes over intact from this whole thing is Deadpool. That's it. Marvel Marvel Studios is smart enough to bring Ryan Reynolds and his Deadpool to the MCU as if nothing changed. They're smart enough to do that. The uh, first movie's conducive to that. Right. I I'm I'm very sorry for uh my man that's Josh cable Brolin. from Josh Brolin's cable. But he doesn't make the cut. He no, no. Look, and, and it could be it could be revealed that Cable is Thanos's clone. Oh Jesus Christ! Please, and that would make sense. No, it would not make. That's sense. why he changes color because of the techno organic virus. Oh, because it's kind of like that. It's not with, sloppy. It's the it's virus. Kind of like, it's kind of like that with strife, right? Strife and Cable are clones of each other, yes. Right, so they they won't ever have to use Strife. They could just use Thanos. No, no, they can't do that. Doesn't even make sense, no. No, doesn't even make sense. The talking raccoon makes more sense than that. <laughs> it's like, no, man. Look, it's okay. Like, Josh Brolin has a job in the MCU already. He's Thanos. He doesn't need to be Thanos and Cable. So they're not even going to bring him over. None of the X-Men other stuff. Just Deadpool. And then you run amok, man. Like, you can have, like, such a you can have such a good time. Like, that's where I would go next, honestly. Like, it would be the Fantastic Four, and then you do the Deadpool, Marvel Studios Deadpool movie that can have cameos from whoever you want, which is awesome. And, oh, such a good movie. 
Such a good movie. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it in my head as I watch it. <laughs> and then after that, hopefully you do the X-Men because Oz may have had somewhat of a point where you wait before you do X-Men maybe. So people can get maybe. get the that taste out their mouth. Wolverine Origins do. No, no, no Wolverine movies, man. We're done with that. Look, it's Disney Disney and Wolverine makes money. You do the math. I'm just saying, can Wolverine be on a team for once? No, you don't even need to put it. No, he is the team. He's he's a one-man team. Larry, do I not deserve a good Wolverine movie as a fan? Sure, but you can get it Or you know what? An alternate to a Wolverine movie, X-23 all grown up. All right, you know what? Oz, never mind. Fantastic Four is the way to go. <laughs> I feel like Fantastic Four at the center with the people that make the cut from the second string of Avengers is a good universe. Like the Fantastic Four with Doctor Strange around, with Captain Marvel around, with potentially maybe some of the Guardians, maybe, I don't know. And then, you know, I'm sure I, I I'd be shocked to find that your your uh Robert Downey Juniors and your Chris's don't make cameos here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not gonna be like necessarily fully in the movie, but you know Isn't Captain Marvel taking place in the eighties? Yeah, but then then Does then, she not age? Of course she ages, but... Then she's got to be old, right? By by Avengers. Oz, you were alive in the 80s. Are you old? Yes. Yeah, he looks way different than he looked in the 80s. <laughs> and he wasn't in the military. <laughs> Look, I think you can get away with it. I, I don't. And, and my joints would disagree with you, too. And I haven't even faced battle. Yeah, I... She like you can just be like, she's part Cree, done. Right? That's not good. The Cree don't age. I mean, look, blue don't crack. Everyone knows that. Look at Loki. Mm-hmm. Although when he turns blue, he cracks, which oh, is weird. You're talking about frost giants, though. See, I'm talking about Cree. Look, I saw Cree in uh, Angels of Shield. Tiger Claw says Captain Marvel will be in the 90s, not 80s. Still, it applies because she's an adult at that point. I was 10 in 1990. You were not 10 in 1990. Yes, I was. I was born in 1980. You just don't know math. Because <laughs> he's not Asian. <laughs> oh, I know... I know how to do math in binary now. That's cool. That is cool. I'm glad you know how to do that. Now you need to learn how to do it in hexadecimal. Actually, I do. I know how to convert. Oh, well, there you go. Bam. Make it move. All right. Oscar Lee. <laughs> that's that's so racist, don't, too. Don't you mean Lee Bermejo? <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, what should we talk about next? Oh, speaking of racist Asian stuff, dude. Good segue, Larry. 
Listen. I, I set you up good. <laughs> Listen. So we're out here once again with unholy friggin' CB. I told you I didn't like that guy. Wait, what do he do now? You know, well, listen, it's not so much what he did. He's still just basking in his white privilege in the ability to be able to friggin' uh, appropriate a culture with no repercussions, circumvent entire, uh, uh, entire uh, friggin' corporate rules and structure and get promoted for it. You know, like literally, I guess not failing upwards. It's just more like friggin' what? Uh, uh, just just riding the wave, in, man. Insubordinating upwards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, it's like as only as only a, a a straight white male can do. Which hey, and maybe who knows? Maybe CB's not straight. I don't know. I don't know his sexual preference. Either way, the what happened this week? That really messed around and it Well isn't doesn't C B stand for cock blower? Oh I I don't know, man. Does now. <laughs> Look. I'm gonna tweet that at him. Oh jeez. Here's what As a question from you know, I'm a journalist. I like to get answers. His investigative prowess. So Here's what happened this past week that made me even more angry at this all over again. Because I was already, like, not feeling this move, right? Like, after I'm finding out about him doing this thing. Sana Amanat, which you might, some of you are like, what? What did you just say? Sana Amanat. She's the star of uh, the, the new Transformers film, right? No. Sana Amanat works at Marvel. No. <laughs> she she is um she's an editor there. Uh I feel like she's like she's like uh she she has a, a a title in regards to creative content. Like she helps like um help create new characters and whatnot. But like really her 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 claim to fame is she helped create Miss Marvel? Like, you know, so. No, I thought that was a dude. No, that's a different sauna. There's a there's a dude sauna too, but that's a different one. But no, this is a this is a, a woman, and she helped create Miss Marvel, which of course is the first Muslim female superhero. Frig. Well, she's the first. Uh, Muslim female superhero to have her solo series. That's the better way to say it, because technically I think Dust would be maybe Marvel's first Muslim female superhero from the X-Men. But anyway, so she, you know, I mean, Sana is, uh, I mean, she's American, but her her heritage is, is, uh, I think, you know what? Actually, I should double check because I don't want to. I don't want to get this wrong. She's Pakistani, or her, her people are from Pakistan. Her family's Pakistani, right? So yeah. Now, why do you say Pakistan like that? What do you mean? You said Pakistan. Oh, I I don't know. I guess I've heard people say it that way. I probably just adopted the because he likes chocolate covered pretzel sticks. 
Like it should be Pakistan if you say it like that, right? Okay. I mean, hey, look, I believe I'm you. Saying in America it's Pakistan. Yeah, I don't ever say Pakistan. <laughs> like, no, pa- Pakistan. Like that's it, there's a there's an accent, and I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I know it's not. You know, it's not Pakistan. <laughs> that's like there is if you have an American accent. Yeah. They're the ones that were helping the Afghanistan, right? See, I don't know anything about what you're talking about right now. Zero, zero. But a lot of her went into the like backstory for Miss Marvel, right? Like American, uh, uh, American woman, girl with Pakistani family growing up in New Jersey. Like that's all Miss Marvel's backstory and happens to be Sana's uh, uh, real life backstory too. And you know, I mean I'm I'm a fan of Miss Marvel as a character. I like her. I enjoy the book. Sana went and defended CB. And I was just like, I'm reading her words and it's tripping me out because you it, can't believe they let her they let a woman write. I understand. Well, I think she, you know, if she would have pretended to be a fat white man <laughs> to get above in this industry, she would appreciate the position a little better. Because they want to treat her half as nice as they treat him pretending to be an Asian dude. That's true. And that's, I mean, and I think that's the the whole thing where it's like, I mean, it's not even a thing where it's like. Well, what did she say in his defense? I guess is is here's the real what she question. said. Here's the question, or here's here's the, the he's quote. jolly. Here's the here's the quote. This is a world he understood. He's one of my favorite people, and I think many people who know CB will know that he is one of the most globally minded and very very culturally sensitive as well. Wait, that, so wait, the world wait. that he knows, does she mean wait, Japan? Let me is he a, is he a weeaboo? Li- listen, listen, let me finish the quote. Oh, sorry, okay, sorry. That man has lived in Japan, speaks Japanese, and has lived all over the world. He's very much associates with Japanese culture. And I think that him writing for whatever time it was, was him trying to be a writer more than anything else. So what she basically is saying is like, he gets it. You know, I wish somebody treated me like they treated CB when I was trying to come out as transracial. <laughs> And this is basically what what she's trying to pull on us. She's like, he's the Rachel Dolezal of the Japanese world. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's why I stopped being transracial. Wait. Because these people are giving it a bad name. If you you still want to be transracial, you can go to Brown University now. Oh, Lord. You're right. There's too many lesbians there. (laughs) Here's the rest of of, of what she had to say. I think we have to be very sensitive about cultural appropriation and whitewashing. But I do think fundamentally that if 
there's an opportunity to create more awareness about a particular type of character, whether it's an Asian character or a black character, that should be our primary goal. Telling as authentic, as honest, as fun, as real a story as possible about that character. Because that's what's really going to build more awareness about a particular cultural group. Uh, Of course, we want cultural authenticity and make sure we're casting those people behind the scenes, but the primary goal is getting those kinds of characters out there. And my so po- wait, uh, so uh-huh. is what she okay? What I get from that quote is cultural appropriation is okay if you're a cool dude. Listen, like, not only does th- is that something you could probably take away from that, like her entire statement so far, but she's basically making. Like the the uh, what's my man friggin uh, from Born? Damn, I'm what what's Matt Damon? Matt Damon, thank you, Mo. Jesus, Matt Damon's the name you forgot. Okay, right, it, it did happen. He's she's making the Matt Damon argument about friggin diversity, where it's like, oh no, diversity is about in front of the camera, not behind the camera. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, it's like, don't get me wrong. We definitely want people that look different to be the stars of comic books. But to make it seem as if it doesn't matter or it's not as important for the people behind the scenes, the people that are writing these characters, to be of those ethnicities is like really missing the point. And it very much disappoints me that a person of color would feel that yeah. way. Like, it was just like, there's wow. a, like I wow. knew I didn't like that book when I read it. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with Miss Marvel. It's a good book. Uh, there was something of it I didn't like. <laughs> like this is it. It's a good book. Just like that, I knew there was something I didn't like about CB, and then this is it. I I just wish I we could have good stories. I don't care who's writing them. I just want a good goddamn I mean, story. We have good stories. Well, but, They're on pitch. Oh, well, listen. Here's the thing. I, I feel where you're coming from, Oz, because I want good stories, too. And I, by no means, by no means am I saying, you know, I'd rather have a, a, a subpar person of color writing a story versus... Well, you have subpar people of color drawing them right now. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think that's besides the point. What I'm saying to you is this. It's not like I'd rather have a, a person of color versus a white person at the expense of good writing. I'm not saying that at all because, you know, there are plenty of writers I love that are white. What I'm saying is this. If you're telling me that there's no talented writers that can write comics that happen to be not white, that's a problem with you and not a problem with that group of people because – they're talented people of color writing comics out here. And it's just like, you know, you could... I'm saying I don't care what color. I don't even look at their name till after I read the story. Then I go back and see who wrote it and who drew it. Yeah. If but... I liked it. If I liked it. If I didn't, you know what? I don't even care who wrote it. And, and I don't care I don't care who drew it if it was if I didn't like it. And I could understand that. I guess more so I'm speaking from, from the point of the quote she's making, because you can't say in one breath 
what's important is authentic stories of people of of color to be put out there and then at the next breath say it doesn't matter if they're written by people of color because as much as like as much as i like brian michael bendis's uh uh ultimate spider-man like or or miles morales spider-man it's not like i'm like oh well listen nobody can ever write uh 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 latin a latin and black uh, uh, Spider-Man as good as Michael uh, Brian Michael Bendis did. It's like I think they would have gotten the name right. Which name? Like a person of color, because his dad's the black guy. So, like, but so he has the Hispanic name. name. Yeah, his last name wouldn't be Morales. They're black people that have Spanish last names. No. Yes. Actually, yeah, they are. They're plenty. especially like in Cuba, Belize. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, yeah, but they're from Peru. they're from those places. Look, or, or not? It's like the diaspora puts people all over the place. Hold on, how do you spell diaspora? I gotta look that up. <laughs> uh, I w- I don't care if if CB wrote. A good story about a Japanese character. Right. It does bug me that he did it pretending to be a Japanese guy. Is the pers- is the problem, right? If he if he put his own name on it and it's a good story, you know what? I give him credit. It's a good story. Now or, pretending well, no, to that, be Japanese, that's or, that's a little different. And he, he was also violating his employer's wishes. Exactly. All I'm saying is like, this. Just on that alone, he should have a problem. He, and going back to what Larry said, they got him promoted. Right. And here's the thing. It's not like if he wanted to use a pseudonym, he could have used a pseudonym that wasn't Japanese. Yeah. Like, he, look at my pseudonym. Like, I use a pseudonym, and it's not, you know, it's not exactly my culture, but it works. What's your cinnamon? It's Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> All that Stephen King, all Moses. I don't know if you know that about him. And then, you know, when I wanted to break into comics, I just called myself Joe Hill. Because, you know, the Stephen King one was already attached to literary stuff. But, you know, here's the messed up part. I'm like, I get it. I have a pseudonym for filmmaking too, Larry. I don't know if you ever watched any of the movies I did. What is it? What's your what's your name? If you say if you say Weinstein, I swear. No, it's a Martin Scorsese. (laughs) That's my pseudonym for making films. What? That's all you? I didn't know, Miles. I didn't didn't know. Yeah. Here's the thing. So, so you did the moon landing? Oh. No, that was that was my good friend. Um, well, he's from my neighborhood too. His name was Tony Jimenez, but his pseudonym was Stanley Kubrick. Oh, that's right. I get it. This is her boss now. She wants to. She wants to get some brownie points. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that, she is talking about her boss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's her boss. I, I think he was, was. He was the one that greenlit that found her and brought her in too. Like, it, oh, really? Her character. I didn't know that. Yeah, because well, there was like three people involved in well. There's three people involved in the creation of Miss Marvel the way it was. So it was the the was it Sana? Yeah. And then what Agri- G Willow Wilson? Apocryphon. Amanat. Um Amanat. It was her, 
and then it was her editor, which I don't know if it was him. No, she's not, but... I, she's the editor, I think. No, 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 but there was I think there was another dude because the interview I read about the creation of Ms. Marvel was a dude that didn't like how his daughter looked in a Miss Marvel costume. Oh. But you know what? He might have been the dude that did the editor for Captain Marvel for the oh, redesign. Maybe. Yeah, so that was his whole driving force for changing the costume. Yeah, I can't... I, I, he didn't like I gotta, he I, turned on I, by his daughter. I, I, I gotta dismiss anything she says if she's talking about her current boss. Yeah, I mean, or you could just not say anything. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like just be quiet about it. Yeah. Or or even if you want to do like a light, a light, uh uh uh, like if she was like, hey, you know what? I think like I've known him a long time, and what I know is he might have done this, but I'm sure he had the best of intentions. Done. Or it's she, like you she, know she went in hard for this fool. Yeah. It's like all we know is what's been commented in the press i don't know i know him on a different side i didn't even i didn't even read those books yeah no. so but you know this just that is what it is and then i know him on a personal level like there's a lot of people right now like you know with matt lauer like they were friends with matt lauer and they're like what the fuck you know right. like right. should i take his picture down from my wall my right. <laughs> right. you know because like, that's my friend right. yeah right no, and, and that's the whole thing where it's like i'm not saying that you know she should disown the guy, and and I know she can't because I would he's say everybody's she boss put a fatwa right now. on him, but she's not gonna. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't have to mess around and put yourself out there like, oh well, what he did wasn't that big of a deal because he gets the right. culture. It's like he gets the he's culture. Right. It's like this fool. This right. fool didn't like. It's not even like he was messing around and was like, oh, I just want to write all the stories I write are all about. Japanese people, which you know, somebody might take issue with that, but hey. I'm sure she loves the the portrayal of Pakistanis in True Lies. Also, <laughs> oh, she's like, yeah, it's a good. All plus, CB CB's already fat. <laughs> he's already he's already what? Fat Oh, oh, fat Sheesh. Wow. Damn it! You need to have some kids so you can justify those dad jokes. Wait, what? <laughs> That's a dad joke. Is CB a dad? He's not a dad. Look at him. <laughs> like he does look like a less successful Robert Kirkman. <laughs> the Walking Dud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Larry, Larry, there you go. Normally, I don't laugh at your things. Because on purpose, because it's funnier if we don't laugh at your stuff. But this time I couldn't control myself. Good job. Yeah, yeah, we don't laugh because it's funnier that way. Okay. <laughs> Damn you, Oz. <laughs> but anyway, all I'm saying is for this guy to mess around and like literally pose as an Asian writer, yeah, a Japanese writer. That's wrong. And I don't, I don't understand how anybody else. Like, oh, what I'm saying to you is this. Let this have been a black dude. Oh, that's what I'm not, saying. That's my point with her. Not only, like, not only would they have fired him, but he definitely would not be editor in chief, and, and nobody would hire him. And it would have been the reason why they don't hire the next black dude at Marvel. 
and, and and Fox News would be yelling about him. And it's like he's anything short but lynched. Tell you, man, it's a wild world we live in. Where it's just like, dude, we are we're like in the upside down. Yeah. Somebody tried to get me to register to vote today. You you should register to vote. No, man. I just told him, like, you know what? Right now, I'm just enjoying watching it all burn to the ground. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, you guys are destroying it. Because he's an old white man, too. And it's like, you guys are all destroying this. You did this. It's all you people. And he's like, what do you mean? Oh, you're the generation, you know, like, you create Social Security, and then you don't leave enough for us, and then you blame us or the other generations for everything, and then you motherfuckers won't die off because you had all the good health insurance. <laughs> so we can't move forward. So really, like, right now, I'm just waiting for... And it's like, well, what are you going to do? You know, what about how tax is going to affect you and everything? I'm like, I deal in cash, man. And I can do barter system easily. So I don't give a fuck. Like, I can, like, I can disappear into another country and still do what I do. In fact, there's less restrictions in other countries, so I can need more money. And then he just walked away. <laughs> He's like, this one's ornery. <laughs> like, technically, if I moved to Cancun, I'd be earning more and paying less for rent. Does Emily want to live in Cancun? Um, the only concern is our dogs, like getting them there. But, you know, I think she'd enjoy it. Why is the dog the concern? The dog can't Because we can't take them through. What do you mean can't take them through? I mean... If I want to apply for a visa and everything, yeah, I, I, I could take them through, but the you whole point just is... put them on a plane. Just get them shots. Yeah, like what? what? I don't... Yeah, but then... It's, it's, it's Cancun cool Drive down there. I'm talking about registered. You got to register a dog? Yeah, you got to get them, like, their little paperwork and everything. Dogs have it's visas? Like, they have, like, birth certificates and shit. Birth certificates? Yeah, like, technically, like... Our dogs are registered in a database for the county of Los Angeles. Like, they're, they're licensed. Wait, okay. So, like, what about the two cats that, that Nia and I have? Like, if we wanted to move to Cancun, we need a birth certificate for those cats? Well, your license would handle that. Your cat license. What, what cat license? What are you talking about? You have to get yeah. your cats registered. Registered to who? For what? To the county of Los Angeles. Why? They, they're your cats. Why do I have to register the cats with the county of Los Angeles for them to fly to Cancun? That's that's where my libertarian side comes in. I don't understand. Like, why should I? Like, but that's the way it is. Like that's, they that's they the charge model. you seventy five dollars a year if if uh, you haven't registered your, your 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 animals. Like if I buy plane tickets and I'm like I got two cats I want to bring with me, they're not going to be like where are your papers, right? Yes, yeah, they are. What? They are. You gotta and, have a vet, and they're gonna too. quarantine them when you get there. So taking that's why people don't really take their dogs on vacation like that unless they're staying for a long time, because they quarantine them for thirty days. You have to have a note from the vet that shows that they're they're up to date with their shots at the yeah. minimum. Well, no, but and and that I can understand. But if you're talking about vet notes, are one thing. Registering them with the government is something different. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Are we, like, no, but you're supposed to. Cat license. I've never heard of such a thing. So you've like it's a dog license, right? What? You have a you've heard of dog licenses, right? Like why do you, you think know? the dog catcher is always in your area? 
mean, because they're stray dogs. Right. Unlicensed dogs. We That's, used to have to hide my dog. Yeah, because the they, dog would, they, would come, they would come to the, back, to the backyard and check. They knew that there's a dog in the area. They would look and then I, see I, if he was licensed or not. And they charge you, I they give you a know. fine. And then they charge you a yearly fee if your dog if your dog is unaltered, as they say. How do they know if my dog has a license or not if it's in my backyard? Because, because by your address. Yeah. There's a, there's a dog at your address. It's been there for a while, so it's not like from a visitor. Then they, they come in and say, okay, whose dog is this? And who is it registered to? And they can look it up. Why do you think they call uh, dog tags dog tags? Listen, I don't. I have. It, no... it got. It, look, we had to dodge that that dog catcher so much. My mom just said, "Fuck it's it, like, we're registering this dog." Between them and La Migra, it's like scary. So, so dogs need licenses, but not cats. No, cats, cats do too. too. So, what if I have like a ferret? Does it need a license? That's illegal in California. Okay, what uh, if I have? Yeah. What if I have a hamster? Totally legal in Illinois, by the way. I could literally go buy one for hundred you... bucks. Well, yeah, and you, well, tech, yeah, it's the, the ferret thing's a little muddy because you can't buy it in California. What about a hamster? But you can bring it in. But a hamster, anything you buy at like a Petco or a adoption place or you rescue, you fill out a form, and immediately when you fill out that form, it gets sent to a database. What about fish? Fish, they might give you a form, and it might not because some of them are used for feeding, so they fish don't encourage only- you. If it's an exotic species, right. you do. If it's like a goldfish, then no, because you flush it. Yeah, bird? and it's like, you know, well. Like, it just, like, I'm just like, listen, like, this all seems like too much. Hey, hey, this... nanny state, Larry, nanny state. But that's the way it's been. You you live in California. There's laws about damn near everything in California. Yep. I do know that, but pets, I'm like... I don't feel like yes. I'm like I don't feel like I know a lot of people that have like really expensive dogs and I don't feel like they're registered with the government. Oh, if they have really expensive dogs, yeah, they do because they have insurance on them. What? Like what? your dogs have insurance. What what's the I mean, okay. Well, in, in case order they to get, get insurance. Sick. Yeah, and and or liability too in case they bite somebody or whatever. But um in order to get the insurance you have to register your dog. Like usually you'll see like, you know, a dog will have a dog tag with the number in case it gets lost. And then it has a second one that's like a bright color or a bold color. And that's the license. And they have their own little like social security number thing. Or you chip them now too. Yeah. That well, yeah, the chip does the whole thing, but you know. But I don't recommend chipping your, your dogs because some dogs are getting cancer around the chip. Yeah. Okay. Larry, not everybody just lets their cats bone and multiply like crazy. And die. Yep. Be prosperable. Be be uh prosper yeah. and multiply. Propagate the Right. Um, Larry, so Oh. I don't know if you remember, but at your birthday. Yes. I spoke to you about I'm done with Infinity War. Like I don't give a shit. Oh yeah. I I already know it's not. I already know how it's gonna end. I'm sure you said that on the show too. You did. I did on the show. Yeah, sure last did. week when yeah. we talked about the trailer. Yeah. 
Did I talk about Dragon Ball Z? No, I don't yeah. think so. Shibuka well, first. No, well, no, Dragon Ball Z is like Shaputin. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I already like I already watched the Majin Buu saga, so I know that Infinity War is just gonna be a knockoff of that, where everybody's gonna die and then they're gonna use Infinity Gauntlet to bring them back in some way or another. But that happened in Infinity Gauntlet and Dragon Ball Z. But see, he wasn't pink in Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> Majin Buu is pink. <laughs> And so it's Thanos now. So now they're really biting off of that. Yeah. So each Infinity Stone is one of the balls? Pretty much. Like, they gotta keep them all, to, you know, they, they are... gotta keep them away from each other unless they need to keep them together. How many balls are there? Five? How many Dragon Balls Six. there are? Yeah. Six. Are there seven? Oh, yeah, seven, seven. Seven Dragon Balls. Okay, yeah, but they don't have that much time, so they cut it down to five gems. And I mean, there's there's different sets, so it depends on. Like, yeah, like, what planet a, they're from. Right, there's another set that has more. There, there's and six, then, there's six Infinity Gems. Are. I unless, don't count, unless I don't they're count the from Namek. Oh, I I haven't seen the Soul Stone, so I'm saying five. Jeez. Until Heimdall Whoa. pulls out one of his eyeballs, I'm saying five. I think the Soul Stone's gonna come out, and that might not even come out till Infinity. Like he'll probably already have it. Who knows? I don't know what they're doing with this thing. You think he's gonna get all of them, and and then like change reality? I mean, it would be nice if he did at least that a little bit, like, as he's getting used to the power, you know, which I think that that's, like, the whole key to the movie being, like, decent. Like, you have to, like, let it be a thing where he has to, like, be, get, like, he has to, oh, a period where he's, like, trying to get I wish, used to his omnipotence. I wish Joe was here. Like, Why? if he gets all of them, then that's game over, right? No, that's, I mean, he not controls. No. He, that's just the beginning. That's the whole it depends thing. on how you view death and oblivion. No, like, that was like, even in the book, it was like, when you get all the gems, you become omnipotent. You become God. But you're, you're still, you still have like, uh, of like, your sensibilities are that of a, of a mortal. And so it's like, there's like a period where, as a person, you're adjusting to becoming a god. Yeah, we call that loading in <laughs> in the bodybuilding industry. So when you're in that moment, in those moments where you're adjusting to becoming a god, you're kind of vulnerable because you don't really you you're getting used to not being human anymore. You know what I mean? For example, the Mind Stone Oz. The Mind Stone gives you like. You know, psychic. It augments your psychic powers if you already have them, or it gives you some if you don't. But once they're with the other ones, you're connected to every brain in the universe, and that takes some getting used to. Right. So, like, let's say I'm walking down the street. Oh, look, a rock. I pick it up. It's the Mind Stone. Right. Then it's suddenly like when they show a psychic getting his power, where now I I'm hearing everybody screaming at me in my head. Because I'm picking up everybody's mind because I have to adjust to, I have to learn to control that power. Right. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. And, and then like, stuff starts moving too because that's also a mind power. And and it's like that for, for really pretty much with every gem. I mean, right. when you have complete control over reality, that's like you're not used to that. Like almost every gem is like gaining a sense that you've never had before. Well, look, I'll, I'll say that in that trailer, he's got the space gem and puts in the power gem and keeps walking like nothing happened. It's not like you trip. You don't get, you don't get vertigo. It's just no, you, you. You just you. You just get the power of the universe. It's gonna. I mean, you know, you should like. You're should, right, Oz. You, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's it's more so the idea that it's not that. Oh, like I can't handle the power. It's more that. Like, not only do you not know how to use the power. But it's like more so like your mind has to adjust to the conceptualization of it. You know what I mean? Like your your mind has to adjust. My mind is ready. <laughs> oh, okay, Reggie. Thanks to us. <laughs> like you wouldn't even know what to do with the rock you picked up until <laughs> we told you like thirty seconds ago. <laughs> and but now I'm ready. Got it. If, if I find a mind stone tomorrow, I'll know what to do. <laughs> but yeah. What man. does a soul stone do, Larry? So let you see through Heimdall's eyes, obviously. <laughs> the I mean in the comics, the soul stone, like the primary thing that it did on its own was allow you to basically kind of like steal the essence of people and trap them inside of that gem. Mm. So it was almost like kind of it's a like prison. ancient orange. It was kind of like it was almost like it was almost like a prison for the essence of people. It turns right. you into larflees? Um not into larflees, but I mean that's what he did. He, he So that means that the Morbius spin-off could be where the soul stone is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But, but actually, fact, that that that's a that's a good point. Do we believe Heimdall has the Soul Stone, or is he just the god of sight? Why why would Heimdall have the Soul Stone? That's that's just a theory that was kicked around because his eyes are orange. Oh, <coughs> but the Soul Stone is green. Not in the MCU. Damn it. Green green is the time stone in the MCU. Right. Damn it. Orange is the only color we haven't seen. Yeah, I don't like. Him being able to see, like how he sees, I don't, I don't know that that would necessarily equate to the Soul Stone. I guess it could if you really, I mean, in some way you want to twist it, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't see it. But yeah, and then also too, I mean, I think technically the Soul Stone could also like, I mean, you could, I think Adam Warlock used to use it to like sap people's energy a little bit. And stuff like that, but the I, the primary thing was that you would you would like people were would get like absorbed into it, and they would just kind of be like held there. And I think you could access, like you know, uh, not 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 their memories, but you can access like their essences and stuff if you wanted to. But most of it was just holding them. But the the reality is is that the the soul stone I think you know I mean 
you guys know how Marvel Cosmic was back in the day and how esoteric it could be. Like everything was conceptual. Um, what does esoteric mean? It means if you hold my stones, you can get my essence. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure from a concept, they were just like, what's what the universe made out of? They're like, well, the mind, you know, power, body, you know, like, you know, like soul, you know, the and they'd just be like, you know, reality, the space, time, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's all like just kind of like, okay, well, if we were going to make something where you can control everything, what do you have to control? Mm -hmm. You got to control Mm -hmm. people and things. And where, how do you break that down? You know, space, time, reality. You know, friggin' power, mind, and soul. (laughs) You know, it's just like, like, I'm sure somebody called it the body gem at first, and they're like, that sucks. We'll make it power. (laughs) <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, that, that's probably the conversation. And so, and don't get me wrong, I love it. <laughs> you guys know I love it. Yeah, we all do. But you know, but that's why I wish Joe was here because I want to take bets. Uh oh. On, on when they, you know, one of the Avengers tries to destroy the gauntlet with the gauntlet, in the movie. Ten bucks on Avengers four. I'm telling you, man. They keep saying they, it. they'll they'll want to destroy it in three, but they won't actually get a hold of it till four. I don't. I mean, but three and four are supposed to be different movies. No, they're not. Oh, they're they're they're, they're, they're both part of the. They're both going to be an Infinity storyline, and like I said, I think three is going to be Thanos finding all the gems. He's going to get all of them by the end of it, and that's going to be the teaser for four. But then, if that was the case, then why wouldn't they just keep it Infinity Part 1 and Infinity Part 2? Like, Infinity War Part 1, Part 2. Like It's not anymore? No. It's literally... I thought, I thought it was Avengers 3 Infinity War. It's Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. And then the, the fourth Avengers movie is Avengers, and it's untitled so far. And they're like they're they're saying it's not going to be Infinity War, Part One, Part Two, like they originally put it out there. Like it, in my mind, I see the fourth Avengers movie as like the falling action for the entire this entire phase or not phase, but this entire all the combined portion of the MCU. So maybe you know you call it Marvel Cinematic universe part one like you know how they said they said after avengers 4 everything is going to be different and it's a whole new ball game i think they're going to use that fourth avengers movie to be to set up what the next phases of marvel cinematic universe are going to be so like four is like tying up all the loose ends of the cinematic universe in one half and then another half setting up what will be phase four, five, six, or whatever. I think them saying it's not gonna be Infinity War part one and part two is a is a marketing tool because the the original concept was part one and part two. And at some point they just said, Oh, you know what? We're not calling it that. I don't think they've changed their idea. I think they just 
change the titles so that kind of make people, you know, different brandy. It's a brandy thing more than anything. I think it's still part one, part two. Okay. Well, hey, we'll see. Or will we? Or will we? Dun, dun, dun. Should we do some news? Yeah. Okay. Did you read Royal City yet? Uh, I started, but I haven't finished. I, I'm working on it. It started good. I like it. Here comes some news music. We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All right, what's going on in the news? You know, after Avengers Four, if this merger happens, it should be Avengers versus X Men. Listen, I don't. I don't even. I here's the thing. No, you know what I really want, Larry. Like. I know my answer I gave earlier wasn't like satisfying, but what I really want is a House of M situation. Like you want Scarlet Witch, like this Scarlet Witch, to go crazy and realize she has more power than she realizes. Well, maybe she swallows the life gem or something. I mean, ironically enough, House of M and an AVX. Are, are stories you could potentially merge? They, they, they are casting for for kids for Homegirl, for Scarlet Witch. Oh, are they? They're yeah. casting for twins, and so that's a theory. I actually think it's gonna be like a random kidnapped kid, and they just want twins because you know they get around child labor laws that way. <laughs> it's true. That's why I did it with the Olsen twins. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, it's only it's only a two day shoot. I mean, I like, if I have two kids, then that's like twenty four hours worth of work I can get out of them. I could totally get with uh, some type of like uh, uh, well, I, you you actually you said you wanted a. Um, M day situation, yeah, right. So, so you want like the actual, like the actual storyline? Like you want that altered reality and the heroes? Yeah, I want a whole year of Marvel Cinematic Universe done in that alternate reality, and then at the next summer blockbuster, they f- they fix everything. I mean that would be cool, but then but then you definitely have she, to do an X. She just took first. out. She just took out mutants, right? She didn't take out. Like, no, mu- well, that, what, what happened? No, what she did, she gave everybody what they wanted in life, and then you watch all these, you read all these tie-in titles that were tight because they were like, okay, it's Spider-Man in that universe, but then Spider-Man's not Spider-Man, so it's Spider-Girl in that universe, and then realizing that Peter got what he wanted, which was. To be married to Mary Jane and have a boy. See, that actually, I like Mo's idea because if they did something like that, 
then all the individual character movies, the the Black Panther, the Spider Man, could be the alternate alternate version. Right, and but they don't even have to. The, the thing is, they wouldn't even have to touch those because they have that Miller girl. So all the ones that they want to keep the same, they could just have her like deal with them. The who girl? Uh, was it Sarah Miller? Oh, Layla Miller. Layla Miller from X yeah. Factor. Right. They could have her deal with the ones they don't want to change so that they're left unchanged. And then they could introduce new characters that they want to do moving forward, like more mutant-related uh, characters and, and newer, um, you know, newer S.H.I.E.L.D. agents or newer whatever, you know, and just give you some good uh, new introductions about them. And then they would already start in the universe on a bit of a little more grungy, gritty feel because they already had the happiness and now they're working towards this after having to have lived through this whole ordeal. Sounds like you want to Snyder up the universe. Well, the thing is, if you read the books, they're not Snydery. Yeah? Yeah, it's but just... they don't read the books. Yeah, well... All I'm saying is it would be a good way to introduce new characters without having really do a lot of their backstory. Yeah. And then they could build off of the conclusion of that for them. It, it's, yeah. definitely, it's definitely not a bad idea, but I think you definitely need to do a Marvel Cinematic Universe X-Men movie before you get to M-Day. I don't think you do. Well... I think they could work with everything that they've done so far on Fox without having to change all that and reintroduce all those characters and then fix them as part of the end day thing resolution. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I... that's how they quote unquote fixed Wolverine. What? Because after end day, like, what was Wolverine? What was he? What was it that he wanted most out of everything that he got through? Through M Day, uh, was the adamantium? No, his memories. Oh right, he got all his memories. You're right. 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 So he woke up and is having a good life. I forgot who he was married to. In M Day, but he was a shield, like a decorated shield agent, and everything through because of all the stuff with the Howling Commandos and all that. Right. So he was up there as a shield agent, like second to Nick Fury or something. Well, Nick Fury wasn't there, but. You know, and then but then he has all his memories and that includes the stuff from before end day because, you know, she wasn't specific about what memories. And what, he just got everything. So he had memories of two realities. Right. Fighting in his brain. Right. And then, you know, and then that's why he was instrumental in that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then when he came back, he still had his memories. He didn't get depowered. And he had the memories of M Day, and and he had to do his, his you know, they did a whole like fifty book series on it that was amazing. I know you didn't like it. Is that the origins? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I, it was okay. Nah, you didn't like it. <laughs> I loved it. There was no death of Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway. Also, I want the Fantastic Four to be a good sci-fi adventure TV series. 
Mm, that was interesting. I'd watch that on TV. The pressure would be off of them to make it like amazing. You think so? Yeah, because they can make it like well, special effects would like the effects would be the the bar would be lowered a little. Okay. You know, because depending on what network it goes to. But if it goes to like a FX, they can pump in the money because they don't have to do that many episodes. Right. So they have automatically doubled the budget there. And then on top of that, you know, if it goes, you know, I doubt it would go to HBO. But, you know, if they go, I guess maybe an AMC, I don't know what the budget's like there. If it's a Fox television, then, you know, it's dead. <laughs> Yeah. That fucking Gotham Batman costume keeps looking terrible and terrible. Dude, I saw like a promo thing. Are they really turning that guy into Joker? Or trying to turn him into Joker? Like, is he wearing uh, it? Wait, of... what guy? What are you talking about? The, the redhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they cut off his face and he gets it back and staples it on. <clears throat> so they try yeah, to do like he's, the Spider he... Joker. The yeah, they're, 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 they're trying to... I don't know if he's really supposed to be the Joker, but he's doing everything the Joker does. But, like, that happened in the comic where his face got cut off and he put on... Well, he cut off his own face in the comic. But still, like, does, it, does that matter? It, it's kind of... Look, it's even more stupid in Gotham because... He actually gets killed. They cut off his face because they couldn't resurrect him. It's like there's a whole cult thing. But then he comes back to life and takes his face back and staples it on. And yeah, yeah. He's he's he yeah he's. I guess he's the Joker. Look, the a uh, uh, stupid Riddler is is a lot more entertaining though. <laughs> a stupid Riddler. Yeah, well, I told you what happened with him, right? I don't remember. So Riddler figured out that Penguin killed his girlfriend. So now they're trying to kill each other. Penguin gets Mister Freeze to freeze the Riddler, and you and like he, the Riddler, Frozen Riddler becomes the centerpiece of the Iceberg Lounge for (laughs) for a while. Until a Riddler groupie steals him, thaws him out, and now he's stupid. Like he can't solve Riddlers any riddles anymore, but he's still crazy. And that's when he meets Solomon Grundy, and so they team up. They're buddies now because one Grundy's more stupid, but he's Riddler's friend. And so they're fighting in the underground. It's uh. It's a mess, but I love it. I don't look. This is this is this is like a testament to how loyal you are to DC. Like, no, I I, I fully admit that it's it's complete stupidity, but it's 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 like watching a, a you know a garbage fire. Kind of, it's kind of entertaining in a way. I'm enjoying it, but it's it's not it's not my Batman. Yeah. Which, by the way, Bruce Wayne is already in an outfit. Yeah, we know. 
and the kick fighting crime. Outfit. And and he killed Ra's al Ghul already. Oh, jeez. Like, it's not like, oh, he stabbed him and walked away and we think he's dead. No, he, Ra's al Ghul's body turned into the Crypt Keeper and just dissolved. There it is. So, dude's dead. Feel, feel the wrath of the Black Michelin Man. Arrow did it better. <laughs> eh, well, hey, you know, it's all good. Look, not everybody likes, uh, like, I mean, I, I know I like the Flash TV show. Some people are like, eh, it's okay. Flash yeah, TV fuck. show. I, I like the Flash TV show, but like, that show's terrible. Better. The Legends Flash? of Tomorrow's better, especially with new, uh, new Leonard Snart. I haven't seen an episode with him yet. Dude, you saw the, I saw the crisis crossover. on Earth, yeah, right? Yeah. Which I yeah. Well, there, there's only there's only been one episode after that, and oh. he's trying to be the 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 counselor for the team after after the death. Yeah, that, and it, so that's that that's funny seeing the new dynamic between this Leonard Snart. And old uh, Mick Rory. Right. I can imagine. I'm it's, glad they brought him back. Like, he's good. I hope he stays for a while. Because he even he knew Leonard Snark. Is, like, he's less of that less of that goofy talk. But he has just enough of it that it's, it's still great. Yeah. And he's got the new traditional glasses. Yeah. Which, oh my god, there's another scene where... He shows up full costume, and he just the way he smiles, it's just, it's good. <laughs> That's cool. I can't believe how much I'm enjoying Captain Cold. Yeah, I am. I get it. So. Fuck elongated man. He loves you too, Mo. Which they know. haven't even named him yet. That's true. I hate it so much. Although the thinker's been pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Like, I've been wanting Plastic Man for a while. Yeah. I know. They, they, they give you something you enjoy and then do something to piss you off about it. No, but they rub it in my face. Right. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. You enjoyed the Flash TV show when it started, but then they start doing stuff that pisses you off. Okay. In this last episode, I tried watching. I didn't watch it because he gets shot and then it kills the bad guy. Or it doesn't kill him, but it injures the bad guy that shot him in the first place. Right. He didn't even realize he got shot, right? Right. And then it happened a second time. Yeah. You know that happened in Fun Police Comics number three? In 1942? No. Starring Plastic Man? No. I just just waited for him to put some goddamn color in his suit. (sighs) According to Deadline, David F. Zandberg's upcoming DC Comics adaptation of Shazam has added another supporting cast member in the form of Jack Dylan Grazer who we saw as Eddie Kasprak in Stephen King's It earlier this year. Grazer will be playing Freddie Freeman. 
Batson's best friend and only person who knows the truth about Shazam. So wait, that kid is is not playing. No, Billy Batson. He's playing they, Freddie Freeman. They already cast Billy Batson, didn't they? Yeah, and it's a stupid casting. Who is it? I'll tell you right now. He doesn't look like because this kid looks like Billy Batson. Right. He's age appropriate, or plays age appropriate, and it looks like the other kids like. If I remember correctly, which I probably don't, he looks like a mini John Cena. <laughs> mini John Cena. That's rough. I don't even know what that means. Is he buff? Asher Angel. Yeah, he just has a like a grown man face. Like yeah, like a potato face. Face like it's just bland, generic ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does look, he looks like, uh, he looks a lot more like new Billy Batson, though. The podcast having Billy Batson, Ugh. the bad kid, yeah, because he's got. I mean, I guess you know what he's—he's he's an actor. You do his hair a certain way; he can be either or, probably. Right. But yeah, he's uh. Well, he hasn't done much. I mean, he's a kid, right? That's besides the point. Look, his first—his first movie was at five, so. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he hasn't done anything worth watching. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully the director does a good job with it. He, I know he's a horror guy. So, What does his uh, sexual proclivities have anything to do with it? <laughs> Who's doing the movie? David Sandberg. Yeah. What the hell has he done? He did Annabelle Creation. Nah, I didn't see that. And he did a film called Lights Out. Didn't see that. I haven't seen any of this guy's movies. Which is weird, because I know the name. Like, I've heard that name before. Yeah, but you're just thinking of Andy Sandberg. <laughs> That's also probably yeah. You know, they're all the hey. Same look, he lives in the city of Gothenburg. You like, can't go wrong with that. You guys aren't hailing Satan like you should be. What? I, I don't know that what that means. This says he lives Gothenburg, in Gothenburg. Gothenburg is the the birthplace of melodic death metal. It's melodic. Okay. So, because there wasn't enough Wolverine, they're giving him his own, like, serialized podcast. It's a story, but it's still, uh, it's still Wolverine. 
like doing something else on his own. <laughs> it's gonna be a ten, like a, huh? A, like a radio play? Yeah, ten episodes. Oh, that's stupid. The the uh, Richard Armitage is gonna be playing Wolverine in that, which that's the that's... dude. That's the dude that's Thorin in the Hobbit movie, like the main elf guy. He's gonna be. I mean, the main dwarf guy. I'm sorry. Uh, he's gonna be Wolverine in it. And so. So, are you gonna listen to that? Not, not me. No. That's I, some hipster bullshit going like, on there. I I don't mind dramatized, uh, serial, comic book stuff. Like I would give that a shot, but but not for Wolverine. It's like it's too much. It's too like cool. it's the first one of its kind, though. Listen, I'll leave or at least for Marvel, I'll leave that to you, Mo. No, I'm not gonna. I don't listen to any other podcasts other than ours, so <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean, I, for a while I was listening to Mark Marin's podcast, but I stopped. Yeah, I just don't. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I'll read some Wolverine stories, but I'm not. I'm not going to listen to this Wolverine story punk podcast. No. It's called, it's no, called it? The Wolverine, The Long Night. Ten episode series. It's supposed to launch on Stitcher Premium. How in, long is each episode? In, does it spring, oh, Stitcher Premium. Man, fuck that. In spring 2018. And then that it'll it'll go from Stitcher Premium to other podcast platforms in the fall. See, that sounds stupid unless it's video and you get some kind of visuals. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it being all audio. Like, you can tell a lot I of good stuff. I think there stories. is. Huh? I think it is. There's, if, I mean, if it's a Wolverine story, there is. I mean, seems just, like half of it would just be grunting and just, snicks. <laughs> just he is. Well, you know, the problem is they don't know what Wolverine's supposed to be like anymore. He's supposed to be the strong, silent type, but he's not that anymore. I mean, last episode you were talking about comic book novelizations, weren't you, Oz? Yeah, but they're descriptive, and you know, these are descriptive too. They they literally will be like little audio plays. No, no. I'll tell you what. I'll get the audio. Novelization book. How's that? I'll meet you halfway on that. Uh, it's just, it just a, a radio play. Sounds like it's kind of hipstery to me. I can't, I can't sign off on that. No, no, I guess. To ease your own. <laughs> Goddamn millennials ruin everything I love. But yeah, so that's interesting in and of itself. The um, end. Yeah, the end, right, exactly. Um let's see, what else is happening? Ryan Reynolds is gonna be playing Pikachu in the live action movie. Is he actually Pikachu? I just heard he got casted for the movie. Uh, there was the rumor headline. Now there's the confirmation headline. I haven't read it. But. I, 
Pikachu has like one line, right? Right, but this Pikachu is a different one. It's not Ash's Pikachu. I thought so, it was because it's Detective Pikachu, and that's from one of the the cartoons where Ash's Pikachu is a detective. No, that never happened. Puts on a cute little hat. Yeah, that never happened. <laughs> happened in my wet dream. Yeah. Well, careful with the wet dream. It conducts electricity. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this Pikachu is more like Meowth, where he went off to live a life and learned how to speak English. So, yeah. But even if it's just one line and it was Ryan Reynolds doing it, I think it'd be fun. But it'd have to be his voice. None of that, like, Vin Diesel shit. See, but his voice just seems kind of deep for a Pikachu voice. And it might just be because I've seen the the cartoon so long. And yeah, but the so thing is, pitched. different Pokemon have different voices. Yeah, but it's Pikachu. Yeah, but there's, like, there's deeper-voiced Pikachus out there. Pika. They just don't use them in the cartoon because it's expensive. Pika. <laughs> yeah. Pika. Did we have a surprise guest in Ryan Reynolds here today? Pika. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, like, part of me wants to see it because I'm a fan, but then the logical part says, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'll pass. But I'm not a fan, so I can do that. I'll I'll pass on it, but reluctantly. Like I'll shed a little bit of a tear, and then one day I'll accidentally buy it on on Netflix or something or wherever it comes out. So a casting call sheet which reads: supporting lead male, thirty-five to fifty-nine, intelligent. But can throw a punch. Open ethnicity sounds like may sounds like he may be tied to a well known character. Is uh is what was found in a casting call. And they think it's for Rick Jones, the Captain Marvel guy, in the 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 Cap- the Shazam movie, the Carol Danvers movie. <laughs> Got it. I don't know, man. I, like, should Rick Jones be in that movie? I mean, they've already had him in the MCU, so. What, in one of the Hulk movies? Yeah. Okay. It was Steve Zahn. I mean, he was just, like, in the Jeep, and that's it, right? And his name was Rick Jones. Okay. I checked the cast list. Well, I mean, I'm not disputing you now. Because I like I saw that movie and I'm like that should have been Chris Jones and then at the end of the movie it said Chris uh, Rick Jones sorry yeah. and then yeah it was Rick Jones yeah so I told my date that night it's Rick Jones bitch Rick Jones Rick Jones but yeah so 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 what was the story you were talking about earlier about Agents of Shield failing. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, it's back. And I don't know how many people are hyped about it, but 
I was waiting for it to come back because I'm like, we have done the story in the past about them not wanting to cancel it, but wanting to cancel it, you know? And it never came back. And then it came back this last week in December. And it's like, nothing premieres in December unless it's something that you want to portray as good ratings because it has nothing to compete with because everybody is on winter break. Not just in December, but on a Friday. On a Friday, too? Yeah, it's on Fridays now. Yeah, see, that's that's the kiss. You know, if they would have put it on Friday, on a uh, fall is a kiss of death. Because, so, okay, so they don't even put it on a good night in December. They put it on a bad night in December. So, yeah, they don't, they probably had a contract with Home Dude that he has to do more things, at least one more season. And they're trying to get out of it or something. See, it, it's interesting what they did because I, 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 they always try to have some tie to the MCU, mm-hmm. even if they don't want to. But this first episode, they're not just in space, they're in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at least 90 years. That w- They don't even say how long, but dude's been like, one dude says, well, 90 years ago, this happened, you know, this happened, but that's not necessarily uh, a time, you know, 90 years ago wasn't necessarily 2017, is my whole point. They're, they're in the future and in space. So it's like, it's a good way to skip anything that could happen during Infinity War. That's true. And it's a good way to not have to deal with S.W.O.R.D. Which is sad. And they, they make a off reference to sword. <laughs> In a good way or a bad way? They call it spear. That somebody uh, says, Oh, I thought she oh, was had a yeah. had, you know, a thing on the moon and called it spear or something like that. Oh, that's bullshit. That's the reference you were talking about, right? Lawrence? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the reference. How could you like this show, Larry? What what's wrong with it? It's That's not, a stupid reference to sword. Like, it's not. It's not referencing sword in the sense that. It, it, I wish Joe was here. The way he was saying it was like, I thought Shield had like a space division called Spear or something, and Coulson looks at him, looks at her like, "What? No, like that. That'd be silly." <laughs> you know. Oh, that's even worse. Why? Because he could have said, "No, it's sword." No, but. He's making fun of his own brother's idea. Look, Coulson says there's nothing about space in, in Fury's cube thing. Right. Hey, Col- Coulson, like, for the first time in a long time, has no idea what's happening. And then you make fun of it, and then at the end of the whole season, you can actually make S.W.O.R.D. Because no, that's stupid. Why not? Because this show's going to get canceled. They're not going to renew it. Look, they not... put it to fail. It's gonna, it's gonna be just fine on Fridays. I'm sure. I'm certain. The only thing that I'm worried about is what Oz was saying, where maybe they did put them like this so they don't have to interact with the movies, which would be sad because I want Coulson to come back. Look, uh, the the thing that happens to Earth isn't even related to to Thanos. Like I thought, oh shit, Thanos really fucked up the planet. 
And then you find they tell you what happened, and oh, well, that's something totally different too. What happened? Oh, do I say it? Because yeah, say it. Nobody's gonna watch it. Uh apparently, what one guy says is that Quake actually splits the the planet. Like you see the planet, and it's like most of it's gone. There's like a little bit of a shell of it, but it's not a planet anymore, basically. And one guy says, when he figures out that that's Quake in front of him, says, you're the one that, that did that to the planet. You split the Earth. So is it a time jump from the last season? No, it, it opens like minutes after the end of last season. And then they get transported through time as part of the episode. It's not a time jump. It's it's minutes later, but they get transported to the future and into space. And so the first few minutes, they're they don't know what's happening. They don't know where they are, and the whole the whole two episodes is them figuring out where they are. And you know they start to find out. Well, okay, so we're in space, and if okay, well it's not just space. We're in the future, and then oh, we're in the future, and this happened in the past. Wait, wait, wait. There's already been two episodes? The Yeah, on Friday it was a two-episode premiere. Oh, oh, it was a two-episode premiere. Wow. It's even worse than I thought. What? Shows do two-episode premieres all the time. In the fall, when people want to see them. But oh, when they do them in the winter it. on a Friday... Oh... It was a good episode. I'll Both take word for it. I'm not watching it. Like, last thing I need <laughs> to see is a shitty CGI of the Earth being cracked in half. And they have a Star Lord. And, and he, Lawrence, uh, you, Lawrence, you can back me up. When home, when Homeboy shows up, that that dude looks like Star Lord. Uh, he definitely has like the. He, he even had. The, I mean, I mean, MCU Star Lord. He even had the red jacket. Yeah, he has like an intergalactic rogue kind of thing going on. <laughs> I like how that's what Larry calls them now. <laughs> Intergalactic rogue. <laughs> that's what it's like. That's not what Star Lord's supposed to be. Well, I didn't say he's like Star Lord. He's just got he's like an intergalactic rogue. Yeah. I mean, I hope you guys enjoy it while it lasts. I will. So is next week's gonna be a two hour episode too? Probably not. Because I can see them doing that to just get through the season. Look, if I can get a a full season, then I'm good. I don't need another season as long as you finish this one. That's what they get for fucking up Ghost Rider. (laughs) Ghost Rider was cool. But you don't know how cool he was. I did. I did. I saw Mm -hmm. him. No, they they made him lame. Now, granted, I didn't see it, but <laughs> well, from what I heard, he's lame because it's Johnny Blaze gave him the power, right? I mean, yeah, they kind of yeah. Imply, That's terrible. But they don't say that it's Johnny Blaze. No, but nobody but a, needs to give him the power. It's a dude in a motorcycle. Why isn't it Danny Catch? <laughs> but it's not supposed to be that either. I'm just saying. It's his uncle is a vengeful ghost 
and he possesses him. Yeah, this guy's Uncle's Molecule, man. Yeah, Larry. I mean, enjoy your show, Larry. I'm sure your your MCU X-Men is going to be fantastic, too. I think it will be. I like, yeah, the, well, I like that. I like that Mo just accepts the fact that I'm going to enjoy the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're still watching Gotham. Like, yeah. you're what they call a cuck. Jeez, whoa, whoa. I don't know what that means, but it seems like somebody's just accepting. Wow. Is that what it means? Uh, I, I, I heard I heard an angry political guy use it. I think it's a submissive man, but I'm not sure. It's a originally it's a guy that lets his wife bang other dudes. No. That's not what they talk about when they talk about Democrats, is it? That's it. <laughs> well, it's supposed Look, to be it's supposed you to accept be bad you you accept bad comic book shows. Who? Oz. Oh, gotcha. It just makes me a realist. But you know what? I admit it's bad. I, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna tell anybody. Gotham is a great show. I'm enjoying it because it's a disaster. Yeah. Ice Riddler. Like, like if, if somebody asked me about Gotham, I'm, I'm. I don't even call it. I don't call it a Batman show. I barely acknowledge that it has comic book roots. And it's not even a good show based on what they said the show was supposed to be, which was like a cop show. It's it's a ridiculous, like going further off the rails each season show. Yeah, and I I'm just enjoying watching the the, the thing burn down. <laughs> wow. I mean, am I wrong? That's oh. That's know. how I see Gotham. It's every year it's getting more and more ridiculous. Yeah, it it felt it felt ridiculous for a while, so I was I would not be surprised if it's more ridiculous. I've only watched one episode. Look, when 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 Solomon Grundy is a pit fighter and is ripping dudes' arms off and beating them to death with it, come on. Jeez. So it looks like they're gonna they're going to um or issue 150 is going to wrap up this run of Guardians of the Galaxy. And it looks like uh, Jerry Dugan pitched a better story. And so no more Guardians comic book. And what's going to happen coming out of there is going to be um, a book called, hold on. Oh jeez, what's happening here? Oh, is is there a baby group? I hope not, but probably. Not interested then. Yeah, probably. Wait, if there isn't, I'm not interested. If there is, I might pick it up. The books are going to be Infinity Countdown Prime, number one. What the hell does that mean? It's They're rehashing Infinity War. In because the of the movies? Yeah. And then... Infinity Countdown, Adam Warlock, number one. So 
So we'll see what happens with those books. But that's what it, it does sound a lot like they're trying to tie into the movies. I mean, it's definitely a story about the Infinity Stones, which apparently they they started calling them that in Marvel as well. Well, even the <laughs> even the Adam Warlock thing, because that was like the last thing in the last Avengers in the last not Avengers in the last Guardians movie. I can't believe they changed them to Infinity Stones in the comics. That's terrible. They look that's make yours Marvel, Larry. Terrible. I blame I blame CB for that. I feel like I feel like uh, Axel Alonso wouldn't have let that happen. I mean, well, you know, his wife let it happen. Yeah, but she makes movies. I mean, technically, so I mean, yeah. she would have talked him into doing it too. <laughs> Gemstones is what you know. You got both words there. So. We could just go with Infinity Gemstones. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But nobody's going to say Gemstones. Just going to say Stones. It's like, well, you could, either or, I mean. Yeah. Some people call Diamond Stones. Yeah. Let's see. What else is happening? Uh... Justice League is the highest grossing film in China. Yeah, I believe that. I wonder... I wonder... Um, how... They like how they like that movie and understand it. Like, have they seen all the other stuff? They got BVS and everything over there, too. They don't give a shit. It's not like they could Google it to see what the differences are. I think in China, they just... It's like big effect movies is what they care about. I think. I could be wrong. That's just my impression. No, that that seems that. to be like what, what really makes a lot of money because I think uh, Coco was a failure over there. Yeah, effects over story is what the impression I get from the Asian market. I heard Coco was good. It was, yeah. except you get fucking like a half hour of some frozen bullshit at the beginning. But once you get through that, Coco's good. I already saw Book of Life. I'm good. Book of Life is better. Coco's good. Book of Life better. <laughs> like it's it's the same story, right? Eh, yeah. Yeah, look, and just oh, because yeah. a, a, a white guy made it, it's the biggest shit ever. It's like Book of Life plus Footloose. Ugh. Cause I'm, I'm good with the Book of Life. Because the, the, kid, the kid's family is totally against music. Oh, no, man. And the Book of Life, they're, they're for music. No, yeah, but I, that's why I say Footloose. Because yeah. in Footloose, you were, you're not allowed to dance. So right. he's, not allowed, he's not allowed to play music, even though that's what's in his heart. It is hard. We need that music. Um, Amazing Spider-Man. Venom Inc. came out. Alpha. 
I don't know what that is. What is that? Well, because you know everything was venomized for a while, or it's gonna be venomized, or it is venomized. I saw oh, like microverse. All these, I saw all the books had a venom version. Right. I figured that was a tie-in to a storyline, but I wasn't like I, I don't know the storyline. Well, it's a a thing with Venom now, and Dan Slott's writing it. So maybe I'll read it. Is it a tie-in to the movie type of thing? No. You know what? They're probably trying to give him his own spin and everything to, like, make the transition easier for when he's leading the Avengers or something once the movie comes out. That would be crazy. Well, I did see a thing where uh, Home Dude from the Venom movie posted some pictures, and one of them kind of gave people the impression that he's going to be Agent Venom. Uh, I like Agent Venom, but I don't. Eddie, know. Eddie Brock as Agent Venom? See, you can't do that. But that's what's happening because it's Eddie Brock in the movie. Yeah, it's a bad look. I fucking hate Tom Hardy. <laughs> he bastardizes everything you love. I, I yeah, I hate him. I never liked him. Uh, at all? At all? Ever? Like any of his movies? Wow. I mean, I like Bronson, but that was good. Like, they could have got anybody that did that part good, and it was, the movie would still be good because it's good writing, you know. What was that movie where he played twins? Oh, I haven't seen that. Multiple Men? He'll be a good Multiple Men. And I'll hate him there, too. <laughs> no, it was some kind of Western. I heard it was good. I never saw it, though. Uh, if it's a Western, I might have to check it out. Yeah, it's a Western. I think it's got to do with bootlegging. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think he played twins in that one. I thought he did. No, I think it's him and Shia LaBeouf and their brothers. Yeah, but oh. I think he also had a twin. I think I know the movie you're talking about. And I, I think Oz is right. I think he did play twins. What, what's the movie called if you know everything, Larry? If that is your real name. Is it called, like... The Hardy it, Boys? Like, the what? The Hardy Boys? No. Isn't it like the Mag- the Magnificent Something Brothers? Or no. Legend. It's not called Legend, is it? Yeah, it's not the western. It's a different one where he plays oh. twins. I was just, I I was probably mixing it with the LaBeouf movie. LaBeouf. But uh no, it's a I mean it's it's a crime drama, but it looks more mobbish than western. Yeah, it's 1960s London. Those London gangster movies aren't as good as Wait. like the American ones. But the one is the one where they played Twins, the Prohibition movie? No. They're just mobsters in 1960s London. Oh. It says here United Kingdom, but if it's England, it's not United Kingdom. Well, not now, right? Oh, yeah. You're right. For once. It's not the United Kingdom anymore? No, that's what Brexit was. No, Brexit was the whole European Union. That's true. And right, the U- but UK was 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 England, in the European Ireland, 
yeah, England, Ireland, and all that. But all that would leave with Brexit, which hasn't actually happened yet. Right. I'm calling it separate now. I've already corrected too many people, and they sided with me, so. <laughs> the LaBeouf movie is lawless. Yeah. And he's in it too, right? Yeah, which I I say it's a Western because it looks like that, but I think it's actually a Prohibition. That's the Prohibition one, yeah. Which is, I yeah, well, it's in the South in the moonshining time, so it kind of looks like a Western. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's all dirty and, yeah. I haven't seen either of those movies, but I heard he's good in both of them then. Word. But he's not Agent Venom in any of them. Facts. And he might not even be Agent Venom. It's just a picture of him in what looks like a military stuff. Like he's got, like if he, he could have been Punisher for all we know on, based on the picture that I saw. That's what Agent Venom <laughs> looks like, though. Yeah. Right, that's why people <laughs> people made that assumption. Yeah. Agent and it, it could very well be, but yeah. won't know till it comes out. As long as the CGI looks good. You better shut your mouth. <laughs> what? Who's the dude that becomes Carnage? Cassidy? Cletus yeah. Cassidy, yeah. yeah. You think, like, who, who, who could he have as a villain in, in a in a Venom movie? I mean, it should be if they're doing it right without Spider Man. Like, it should be like regular ass punks on the street. Like, maybe what was the other the Vindicators? What was that? The dudes. Vindicators was Rick and Morty. Yeah, no, but there's another dude. Uh, like sticks and stone. Like they still have to do stuff with, with Spider Man, but they could throw them in. They're not like that big, you know? Right. I don't know who's was... a villain. Of Wait, a what was the? Movie. Was it the jury? Larry, the guys that were like Iron Man knockoffs and Deadpool not like. Iron Man with like Deadpool masks looking thing. Oh no, you're you're thinking about the uh what are they? They're not the Guardians. What are they called? They're called the They I know exactly I know I can see them in my head. Like they're like with the green armor. Right. With yeah. the spikes. Yeah. Um what are they called? They were like former guards of what iron the, the iron the prison? Like what are they? Uh it's not Iron Heights. It's uh, what's the? It's not. Are they the Raft guards? I, yeah, but I think they are called. They're called the jury. Maybe, see, maybe so. the jury. Oh, the, the the vault. Oh yeah, they're the guards of the they're vault. The guys from the vault. Right. Yeah, right. That's them. That the, the jury. Yeah, that's them. Okay, I didn't remember they're called the jury. Bomb blast, firearm, ramshot, screech, sentry, U.S. agent, and whisper. U.S. agent was in that group. Yeah, I guess in a, in a separate, but yeah, they came out in um. According to this, Le- Venom Lethal Protector number two. And look, I called that just out of my ass, just because it happened in Spider-Man at one point, <laughs> and then 
Like, I figured that he could fight them, but yeah, it says here that their first appearance was Venom Lethal Protector number two. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the jury could be in it. Yeah. Even though... They, they, they could, but they're going to have to... They, they're going to want to do some kind of really big, threatening villain type. And Carnage isn't the one, though. I think they might... Well, I shouldn't say that because I think we would have got some news about that, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out who the villain would be. But like, you're right. Ideally, it should be like the Punisher TV show where the villain is actually a, an organization. It's At least for the first movie. The villain is society. Yeah, but see, but see, that doesn't make sense for. It makes sense for Punisher. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for for Eddie Brock because Eddie right. Brock's whole thing is like he just has bad luck because of Spider Man, and then Venom's thing is like he's shit out of luck because Parker won't take him. So his big villain is Parker and Spider Man. Right. So it's like above that. I mean, if he wants to go after the people, all right. He got evicted because he got evicted, so he can go after them. But guess what? He got evicted because of Spider Man. Uh, he lost his job, but he lost his job because of Spy uh, of Parker. So it's like anybody that ever wronged Eddie Brock at the beginning and Venom, it's all because of Parker. I don't think they'll even mention Parker. That's what I'm saying. They should just go with the jury, like. But it it still doesn't make sense because the jury came out after. Venom did his whole shit with Spider-Man. Like, the jury wouldn't give a fuck about somebody like Venom if he was just brand new, you know? Like, he started off as a villain in Spider-Man, and that's why the jury wants to take him out, because the jury sees themselves as good, and Venom's now trying to be good, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, any villain, really, they put in it, it's not gonna work, because all the villains that he had are people that were correct in trying to bring him down, but they're not correct at the time they come out in the comics because he's actually trying to do good. That's why he even moved away from New York. Right. To, like, get a fresh start. The lethal protector. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. This, look, the only thing they can do that makes... Uh, that would make sense... I guess would be just jump into Age of Venom, but that's stupid. Because it's like, it's not going to be like what it's supposed to be. And it makes sense that they go with that story too, because Rick Remender just got a big-ass deal with, uh, I think, Sci-Fi or FX. Uh huh. Like, they're doing the Deadly Class show right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that. They cast a white guy as the Nicaraguan dude. Of course they did. Yeah. So that alone's got me all like... And then, you know, I love Rick Remender myself, you know? Right. But then I see him on his Instagram, like, hugging the white dude. So there's two white dudes hugging. <laughs> and I feel like an angry, fat black woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's about that time. <laughs> Any other news we got to get it out before we go? 
Um, Happy comes out tonight. Sci-fi. I know, I know you guys don't like Image Comics. But oh, oh, it's a Grant Morrison book. That's an Image comic? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Check that out. So, it was a Grant Morrison book that they made into a series. I don't know how great it's going to be. The dude, the starring role in it is uh, Christopher Maloney. Which, I mean, I know Joe knows him, but he's not here. Oh. He's a dude from Law and Order. He was a uh, Detective Stabler. Oh, yeah, I liked him. Well, not I, enough to know his name. I like him on Law and Order. Maybe I should say it like that. But you're right. Uh, uh, I don't yeah, I don't, I don't. I have no faith in the show. Um, I had no faith in the comics, so I didn't even read it. So maybe I'll check out the show see if I like it. Word. All right. Well, shoot. Let's uh, do some final thoughts. Oz, final thoughts. Uh, I want to see that BPRD movie. What? Or it's just, or it's just the the water guy, but he's in love with a chick. Oh, jeez, <laughs> you son of a celibate! I want to see that shit too, man. Yeah, shape of I heard, water. I heard it was good. I want to get high out of my mind and see it. No, it look, it looks really good actually. Shape of Water. Yeah, I think is that it. Guillermo, it? Guillermo del Toro, man, the first Coco. He's the first Coco. Well, he did um, the Book of Life. Oh, okay. He, but, he also know. he also did Hellboy, so that's look. It's the same. That's the same character, right? And he did Blade, and then he did the same. You know, so he does the Daywalker in the Strain. Like he uses everything he's done in the past. Yeah. In a good and way. Now he's the collector. <laughs> right. Wait, or is that the other Del Toro? It's his brother. They all look the same to me. Oh, those two just look apart. They're way apart. Moses. Uh, um, thoughts. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro was the first Coco. Word. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Follow us on Twitter. Make sure you join our Facebook group so you can tell us what it is that you want us to talk about. Um, yeah. So uh, until next time, we're out.